I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 391 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, we are taking a trip down the Jersey Shore today as I bring you an awesome guest. Roger Matthews is a first-class father who appeared on the smash hit reality TV series Jersey Shore, as well as the spinoff of the show called Snooky and JWoww. Roger went through a highly publicized divorce from JWoww. He is currently hosting a podcast of his own with future UFC Hall of Fame fighter and fellow Jersey guy Frankie Edgar. Their podcast is called The Champ and the Tramp. It's so cool for me to have on the podcast. Roger Matthews will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Roger Matthews was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between the Jersey Shore star and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Okay, and if you guys enjoy my interviews with reality TV dads, you got to go back and take a listen to some of my previous conversations with Matt Roloff of Little People Big World, John Goslin of John and Kate Plus 8, Adam Busby of Outdoored, and so many others. All right, and joining me on the podcast on Wednesday will be a dad known as the Dancing Weatherman, Nick Koser, brings a unique and energetic approach to forecasting the weather on Fox 46 in Charlotte, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Thursday, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different here on the podcast, something I've never done before on the show, and that is bring on an about-to-be father. New England Patriots tight end Matt Lacoste is not a father just yet. He is expecting his first child in November and decided to sit out the NFL season over health concerns for his wife and unborn child. So don't miss out on that. I really need your feedback on that episode to determine whether or not I should bring on more about-to-be dads. And Friday, I have a very special Frogman Friday episode to bring you. Derek Van Orden is a former Navy SEAL who is running for Congress in the state of Wisconsin. So that's going to be an awesome show. You may remember Derek Van Orden appeared in the movie Act of Valor with a bunch of other active-duty Navy SEALs. So don't miss out on that. And if you guys could, drop me a rating and a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you enjoy listening. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with Roger Matthews. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Today's episode is being brought to you by Manscaped. And dads, 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing that you can control, and that is shaving that area that made you a dad in the first place. My sponsors over at Manscaped.com are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premier electric trimmer that is waterproof with advanced skin-safe technology, so you never have to worry about scratching those love spuds while you're giving yourself a smooth shave. The Lawnmower 3.0 is included in the Perfect Package 3.0, and for a limited time, when you order the Perfect Package kit, you're going to get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. And let me tell you something right now, guys. The Anti-Chafing Cooling Boxer Briefs are the best pair of drawers I've ever put on. So what are you waiting for? Visit Manscaped.com. Use my promo code FATHER. You're going to save 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's 20% off your order plus get free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the promo code FATHER and get rid of those short hairs in your short pants today. Joining me now, First Class Father, Roger Matthews. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks for having me, boys. 
All right, let's start just like this. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I have two. Uh, I have uh, what they call a rich man's family. One boy, one girl. They're, uh, they're about two years apart. My, my little guy is four. My daughter turned six in July. Okay, awesome. Did you get them involved in any kind of sports or activities yet? They're, they're just starting to get there. You know, they're four and six. Milani has a love for cheerleading and gymnastics, so she's enrolled in gymnastics. Grayson, you know, he's only four. He's a little young, but uh, Frankie says next year we're going to get him into, um, you know, wrestling. So <laughs> I would imagine mom, so, yeah. It, mom, wants, mom wants him in baseball, you know, so uh, a little, little less degree of getting injured in baseball, I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. If you could, Roger, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Sure. I mean, most people are going to know me. Uh, it's it's 10 years ago now. It's in the past. But most of your viewers will have heard of me from a little cable show called Jersey Shore on MTV. I was married for a while to uh, to Jenny. We're uh, separated now, but it's all good. It's all love. We're uh, co-parenting well. And uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're we're parents and, and greater good must prevail. And, and we do the best we can for two young children now. So, yeah. Yeah, very well said. And, and so how old were you then, Roger, when you first became a dad and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? <laughs> I, uh, I got a late start, man, much later than most. I had my first. My daughter was born when I was 39. So got a really late start. But I, I believe that, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, I think there's advantages to both. I think there's a lot of advantages to starting young. Obviously, you have youth on your side. You can sort of be that young, energetic parent and, uh, but, you, you know, sometimes you sacrifice being financially stable in those cases a lot of times. So I think for, for my scenario, you know, Jenny was 10 years younger than me. So I was 39. She was 29. So it, it worked out. We were both financially stable. We were both in, in a good place. And, uh, yeah, so 39 when I had my first and 41 when Grayson was born. So And then I got the old snipperoo, so I'm done. <laughs> that's the end of that tune huh yeah. Uh, yeah. well I, I know that obviously you mentioned you, you guys went through a divorce very publicly obviously because of who yeah. you guys are and i have a lot of single dads that listen to the show one of the things that they usually are concerned about is introducing their kids to a new potential spouse or a new girlfriend uh, so at what point in your new relationship did you feel comfortable enough to introduce your kids to your new girlfriend man that's that's a great question we've uh, we've talked about this on our podcast a little bit uh, it took me a while. I didn't move on right away. I did do a little dating. You know, uh, I got out in the dating pool maybe, maybe four or five months after separated. Um, again, it was very public. It was kind of, it was kind of uh, don't don't use my divorce as a blueprint for how to get divorced. But uh, kind of nasty there in the beginning. Again, like I said, things are great now. Things are very copacetic. But uh, probably four or five months before I was dating anybody, and I would never introduce my kids to just just some girl that I went out a date on. So um, they've really only ever met one and it's the girl I'm still with today, Danielle. And um, I think you just, you just got to get to know somebody and know how they are. She does not have children, um, but she's very good with my kids. My kids love her. We've been together. Like I'm going to get this wrong and she's going to kick me in the head, but like 16 months now or something like that. So um, yeah, my kids love her. They adore her. We don't live together or anything like that. Um, You know, she lives up North, but she has a summer house down here. So she's pretty much here every weekend and, a fair amount during the week, but uh, you just you just know, you know, don't jump into anything too early. Um, if you want to do that as as an adult, that's fine. You want to jump right into the dating pool. I didn't right away, but kids are a different story. You know, kids are very vulnerable. They uh, they don't understand. They don't need to see a lot of faces coming in and out of your house. So um, for my children, they've only ever seen one. So yeah, well said. That's the good stuff, Roger. And what, what kind of advice would you have for the dad out there? 
who's just at the onset of this divorce process. What, what have been some of the, co- the, the challenges of co-parenting for you? And what kind of advice do you have for a dad that's just fixing on getting ready to go through all that stuff, the divorce and the co-parenting? Well, I guess, I guess my advice would be breathe. Just, just breathe. You know, uh, it's an emotional thing. You know, you're separating for someone you were probably with for a long time, probably the co- closest human to you. And what makes it so much more personal is children. When children are involved, it's just that much more personal. Emotions are going to run high. But again, don't do what I did, um, especially because we were in the public. It played out in the, in the public forum. And I take my due responsibility for that. Um, you just sometimes you have to just sit back, you have to breathe and you have to gather your thoughts. You can't make those emotional decisions um, because your, your, your children suffer. You know what I mean? So thank God, you know, I'll keep saying it over and over. Jenny and I are in a great place now. We're, we're cool. I, I call us friends. Um, I'll see her tomorrow. You know, I got the kids tomorrow. As a matter of fact, we got a, we got a physical from Lonnie. We'll both be at, so uh, things are good. So I guess my advice, my advice would be don't, don't, when you have children, you know, when they when they come into this world, you stop living for you. You start living for them. So that includes your decisions and even those emotional ones, you know, that are connected to somebody that maybe you spend a lot of time with. You, you can't make those decisions just based on you. You have to think about your children. So. Well said. And how about as far as the uh, the COVID-19 here, Roger? I know we've all been on the lockdown, the quarantine. How has that kind of affected your time with your kids and how have you handled all that? Man, I, I don't talk about it much. We talk about it a lot on our, on, you know, Frankie, Edgar, and I, we have a podcast called Champion the Tramp. Check it out, guys. But uh, we talk about it a lot on there. As far as in my house, we don't bring it up much. My kids are four and six. They don't need to know much about it. When we go out and, and they're required to wear masks, we do. They call it sickies. That's what they know it as, sickies. They don't know COVID-19. They just say, is sickies still going on? They they don't get it. And I don't want them to get it. You know, it's it's... Uh, this is unprecedented times. I hope we never see anything like this again in our lifetime. I've never, I'm 45. I've never seen anything like this. I would highly doubt that you have either. Um, and I pray that my kids don't. So the less they know about it, the better, you know, there's a lot of schools of thought on what it is and how severe it is. And we don't need to go down that road, but, uh, you know, as far as they're concerned, they're four and six, they're, they're, they're here just to enjoy life and have a good time. And we try to navigate around, COVID-19 as best we can and and just remain living life as normal, you know? That's what we try to do. Yeah, I, I like your philosophy on that, Roger, for sure. And you alluded to your podcast there with Frankie Edgar. What was the genesis of the podcast? What is it all about? Where can we hear it? Uh, we're on all podcast forums and, and on YouTube as well, similar to you guys. Um, so you can check us out, Champ and the Tramp. But, uh, you know, the, the uh, initial startup was you know, Frankie's had a long and illustrious career in, um, you know, in, in MMA, and he's still in the UFC, just signed another contract. As a matter of fact, he's got a fight coming up this Saturday against Pedro Munez. Check it out. But uh, he was looking for some, something else. You know what I mean? He's, he's, I think it's safe to say he's nearing the end of his career, and he was looking to do something else. I've been a union guy my whole life. You know, I kind of dabble in a few few different things. But uh, he reached out to me. It's probably like two years ago, and and – and I'll never forget how he said it. It went completely over my head. He called me one day. He passed me on the road. He called me. And he was like, hey, man, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? Well, he didn't say with me. He just said, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? So I was like, no, bro, never really thought about it much. You know what I mean? If he'd have phrased it a little differently, I would have said, well, shit, there's an opportunity to do a, a podcast with Frankie Edgar. I'm in. But there was about a year of lag time because I didn't understand what he was talking about. And finally, Chris Ligori. Another UFC fighter, good friend, training partner, uh, Frankie Edgar, reached out to me. He's like, yo, bro, like, 
get together with Frankie. You guys should do a podcast together. And then, like, the light bulb went off. And I was like, oh, shit. He meant me and him do a podcast together. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was it, you know, I guess it started about two years ago in its infancy. And maybe seven, eight months ago, we built our own podcast room in Frankie's basement um, with really little to no knowledge, man. And that was that was tough because it's not so much building the room. There's not so much to it. You can go on Amazon, order everything you need. But it's the technical side of it, getting everything uploaded, getting your formats built you know, syncing your audio and your video. As I'm sure you know, there's a lot to that. And we're not real tech-savvy guys, but we figured it out. We got it up and running, and it's doing well, man. We're building quite a following. We've, we haven't had any guests on the last two weeks because, you know, Frankie was so nervous about the possibility of testing positive for COVID because, you know, you may or may not know, his uh, opponent about a month ago tested positive, and that set his fight camp back a month. So he had to basically start a whole fight camp over, so he's really nervous about it. So we've kind of the last two weeks been on just solo mode, no guests. But uh, he's in Vegas right now. Where, as a matter of fact, I'll be doing the podcast tonight, and he'll be calling in. So awesome! Yeah, I love the chemistry you guys have. I love what you're doing, and I got. I'm definitely going to include a link in the description of this podcast episode, so my listeners can get over there and check it out. And bringing it back to you as a father here, uh, Roger, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad, and is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Today's episode is being brought to you by Mellon. Mellon has designed a hat in collaboration with Navy SEAL Jeff Nichols and the Lone Survivor Foundation. This united hat is designed to bring us together as a nation, as a global community, and as neighbors. It is designed to inspire hope in one another and to work together towards positive outcomes. This united hat stands for getting things back on track and working together to get us there. United we stand. The Lone Survivor Foundation will be donating $10 for every Mellon United hat sold. The Lone Survivor Foundation provides a no-cost post-traumatic program to help U.S. service members, veterans, and their families recover from combat trauma. Visit Mellon or tap the link in today's show notes and rock your United Mellon hat today. United, we stand. And bringing it back to you as a father here, uh, Roger, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad, and is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Oh, man, I'm... <laughs> I could not be any more opposite of the way I grew up. My, I, should, I should preface that by saying my mom was the disciplinarian. My mom was not afraid to, you know, rinse out the mouth with the soap bar, spank us, yell at us. You know, she wasn't scared. She ruled with a pretty iron fist. My dad was not the disciplinarian. My dad worked a lot. You know, my dad was sort of soft-spoken but uh, stern when he needed to be. But my dad was not a spanker. I'm more my dad. I, I don't spank my kids. I don't want my kids to fear me, but I want them to respect me. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I sort of want them to have the relationship that I had with my dad in that I can just give them a look. You know what I mean? And that'll be more that'll hurt them more than if I spanked them or something. They, that, that, that look that I give them will be like, oh, God, I've disappointed my father. And that will bother them more. And they want to you know, they want to shake up their act. Now, I'm not judging other parents. If, if Listen, I got my ass spanked as I was a kid and, you know, mouth washed out with soap and put in my room for two weeks and grounded and all that stuff. That's your way. Listen, that's how I grew up. And I think I came out all right. I've got good values and good morals. But as far as my way, nah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a hands-on type of guy. I, uh, you know, I have long talks with my kids and I hope my thing is, look at me. I always say, look at me, look at me. I want them to look me in the eye. <laughs> When I talk to them, if they're staring at the feet, they're not getting it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, I love that, Roger. And you mentioned there, too, uh, values and morals. What would you say are the top values that you're hoping to instill in your kids as they grow up? 
honesty and integrity. You know, my son's middle name is Valor. I, I picked that. Jenny Jenny got to pick pretty much all the names, but I got I got the middle name for my son, and <laughs> I thought Valor was such a good name because it you know obviously needs pride and integrity and you know that good moral fabric. And uh, so that's that's you know I think uh, when you come in this world, you come in naked with nothing, and when you leave it, you leave it with naked and nothing. But uh, you always have your integrity, your pride, and and in your in your honesty. I, I want my kids to always be honest, you know. Yeah, very well said. At what age would the kids have to be for you to let them uh, watch the episodes of the Jersey Shore? Would you let them watch it at any point? Listen, man, that was uh, that's a little bit of a bone in contention between uh, Jenny and I. So uh, would I let them watch it? I mean, when they're adults, if they're 18 and they want to watch that, fine. You know what I mean? That's I don't have any issue with that. You know what I mean? I guess I would feel the same way across the board if they wanted a tattoo. I mean, would it be what I want for my kids? No. But if that's what they want, then I suppose... I would I would have to just give them my best soundest advice and let them be adults about it, you know, but I would highly discourage it. And as far as Jersey Shore goes, listen, man, they're going to watch it at some point. You know what I mean? They're going to watch it at some point. So uh, I just hope they're not too judgmental. You know, we were we were <laughs> relatively, relatively young at the time and crazy. And, you know, the interesting thing is that everybody thinks that that show is so outlandish and crazy. I live right here next to Jersey Shore. And I was doing that way before those guys because I'm, like I said, about 10 years older than Jenny. Um, it's it's just the way of life down there. Everybody acts like that. It's a crazy – I mean, there's there's like 30 bars in, in five square blocks, you know. So it's just the life down there. It's a nutty, crazy time. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I actually drive Uber down there uh, on Friday and Saturday nights. I'm right here in Jersey, not too far from where you are. But, uh, yeah, I drive down there Friday and Saturday nights, and I just drive till the bar is closed. So I see it all. I've been doing that for I quite a while. I can't believe you haven't picked us up before. <laughs> I may have. Who knows? I've done quite a lot of trips. Um, I, I, well, you've had a lot of success here. you got the podcast going now. We know. What kind of plans or goals do you have here for yourself in the future, Roger? Man, I, I think our, uh, you know, our, our, our newest endeavor is being the podcast. We really want to build that. You know what I mean? I think, you know, as you know, consistency is key. I'm just showing up. And, you know, every week we're in there Tuesday nights and we're recording and, uh, you know, it's a it's a tough business to build business, if you will. But we said early going in, you know, if we never make a dollar off this and it costs us money, it's it's bro out time. We get to spend two, three hours together a week. We get to interview some really cool guests with what's going on in the world today and how, you know, how complex it is and, 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 and all the craziness going on. We get some really great guests and we get perspective and there's nothing like. You know, it's, it's not like turning on the news and getting one angle. You can turn on one station and get this angle. You turn on another station and get the exact opposite. You get these personal perspectives from these guests. And I think knowledge is power. And if you're learning and you're open-minded, I think that's what it's all about. So, uh, you know, the podcast is definitely something that we're, we're, we're steadfast in. And we, 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 were, we want to keep it going. And uh, we enjoy having the guests in, you know. Yeah, right on with that. Roger, last thing I'm going to hit you with here, I love to ask all the dads that I get on my podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Patience, man. Patience, I guess, would be my 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 best advice. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this today. One of the first scenes I was ever in on Jersey Shore was like the first time I ever met Jenny. We were hanging out and... Um, you know, a lot of people may or may not know I've got an odd sense of humor. I got a little bit of warped sense of humor. I'm very dry and, you know, uh, I, I don't have much shock value. So she said to me something along the lines of, where do you wh where do you see your future going? And I just I just said something crazy that I thought was funny. 
I just said, uh, you know, I hate kids and I hate Santa Claus or something like that. Well, everybody took that like literal. Like it was like crickets when I said it. Jenny thought I was serious. And I was like, oh, my God, that was like, you know, uh, I got not a single laugh in the crowd while well, they aired it. So everybody thought I hated kids. And then I had two kids and they see that I'm a pretty hands on dad. And they're like, see, you you said you 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 hated kids. I, I don't hate kids. I never hated kids. I've always loved kids. I just wanted to do it at the right time. You know what I mean? I, I didn't want to have kids before I was, you know, ready to have them on, on a multiplicity of levels. So, um, you know, I guess my, my advice would be be patient and be ready. You know, I mean, you that's a huge commitment. That's the rest of your life. And in many cases, in, in the day and age we live in today, just, just like my example, it may not work out between dad and mom, but you still have two children that you have to get up for every day and be there for every day for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? So, so when you make that commitment to have a kid, that's, that's a forever commitment, you know? Yeah. Very well said. I love the message. It's been an honor for me. I got to say, Roger Matthews, you're a first class father all the way. Thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on first class fatherhood. I appreciate it. Good boys. Thanks for having me on, man. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Roger Matthews for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And speaking about Instagram, Wednesday I'll be joined here by Nick Koser. He is known as the Dancing Weatherman. You got to check out his Instagram account. His TikTok has blown up. He brings a very unique and energetic approach to forecasting the weather on Fox 46 in Charlotte. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Don't miss out on that. And I'm going to cap the week off with a Frogman Friday. Derek Van Orden is a former Navy SEAL who is running for Congress in Wisconsin. Don't miss out on that. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Feeling so real Down on our knees And it took some time